Much has been made of Apple's ascent into the rarefied air of a $1 trillion market cap. It's remarkable to see that the budding crypto market has moved in the other direction, falling 60% of that amount this year alone. The various cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and Ethereum together retain a value of around $200 billion, and the debate among the market commentariat is, as ever, whether now is the time to board the crypto train to the brave new world they promise, or whether to steer clear of the wild ride they've already taken their passengers on. CNBC has an interesting video with snippets from 10 experts. Most were crypto supporters. One fund manager called cryptocurrencies a, quote, de-risk asset, by which he seemed to mean that it is not correlated with other assets in the manner of gold, but, he said, it also sort of trades like a tech stock. He said all this with a straight face, though to my ear at least it sounded like gibberish. The cryptos simply haven't been around long enough to be able to see if they function like gold. I suppose you could say they function like tech stocks, specifically the ones that shot up and then promptly crashed in the late 90s. Another expert called crypto a quote, changing sign of the times. There too I disagree, because what history shows is that what is called new, or a changing sign of the times, we've seen before. As you can tell, I'm not all that sanguine about crypto's prospects. It's not that I don't think it can succeed. It can. It's just that it's going to take a lot of time and effort, like everything else under the sun. The birth of a new currency, like the birth of a nation, which historically have issued currencies, is parallel to the birth of a child. The parents may have all sorts of aspirations for the child, whether that he or she become a business magnet or the author of the great American novel. All the same, the parents must hold off the infant's management or literary skills until they have ensured the child's most elemental physical and emotional growth. That means proper eating and hygiene, followed by emotional self-control. And so it is with cryptocurrencies. Venture capitalist Tim Draper earlier this year called Bitcoin, quote, bigger than the internet. It's bigger than the Iron Age, the Renaissance. It's bigger than the Industrial Revolution, end quote. But he's wrong especially in his use of the present tense. Bitcoin is not big. To the contrary, it's a rather puny infant soiled in dirty diapers. I'm sure most crypto investors today feel a bit soiled after crypto's vertiginous crash this year. If Bitcoin or its crypto cousins are to realize their evangelists' claims, then some smart manager is going to have to do what Jeff Bezos did for Amazon. While so many internet stocks never lived up to promises of becoming bigger than the Industrial Revolution, Amazon reached its current heights not by being new, but rather through old-fashioned building of a powerful retail enterprise via shipping, warehousing, sales, discounting, merchant partnerships, and a huge investment in marketing, getting customers to adopt its virtual model over bricks and mortar. Cryptocurrencies need to work just as hard to gain adoption. It doesn't happen overnight, and there was never any basis to assume they would. It was therefore entirely predictable that the Bitcoin bubble was going to pop. One or more of the cryptos may make it to the top, but as in former times, so too today. There is no quick path to riches. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.